Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. The federal government will continue running after midnight tonight as, as lawmakers have passed a bill to keep it funded for a bit longer. Also, what it will take for Virginia to join a system that will allow for frequent background checks of school employees. I'm Mike Marillo. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 230 points. Two o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Chick-fil-A. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. Hurricane Ian is set to make landfall again this hour, this time as a Category 1 storm near Charleston, South Carolina. Governor Henry McMaster. There's still life-threatening conditions, and we need to continue to be very careful. CBS's Michael George is south of Charleston. North Carolina's governor reminded people not to take Ian lightly. And remember, it was only 13 months ago that Tropical Storm Fred brought destruction and death to our mountains in western North Carolina. The southeast coast of South Carolina is known as low country, areas already prone to flooding. The storm surge there could be particularly devastating. Michael George, CBS News, Folly Beach, South Carolina. Parts of Florida are still in rescue mode, as correspondent David Begno explains. 911 centers in southwest Florida have really been overwhelmed with thousands of people who say, I'm stranded, I need you to come and get me out of my own house, I'm in my attic, I'm on my roof. Uh, we're talking about life-threatening emergencies here. President Biden just spoke at the White House, saying it will take months to rebuild Florida. The House has passed a short-term spending bill to keep the government running past midnight. It passed by a vote of 230 to 201. The legislation also provides military and economic aid for Ukraine. The U.S. hit Russia with sanctions for illegally annexing more occupied Ukrainian territory. Ukraine then submitted an application to join NATO. Pentagon correspondent Kemi McCormick has more. No one is fooled by what Moscow has done. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. The entire process around the sham referenda was a complete farce. The new U.S. sanctions target Russians and those who assist them in their war. But as to Ukraine's request for accelerated NATO membership, Blinken and Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg would only say the door is open. But there are concerns about the West being drawn into the war. NATO is not party to the conflict. We support Ukraine, but that doesn't make us party to the conflict. Every NATO member would have to approve Ukraine's request. A sailor has been found not guilty of setting a fire that destroyed a U.S. Navy ship. The ruling from a military judge came after a nine-day court-martial at Naval Base San Diego. Prosecutors claimed 19-year-old sailor Ryan Mays started the fire in the USS Bonham Richard in 2020 because he was angry he was not accepted as a Navy SEAL. There was no physical evidence tying him to the fire that destroyed the $1.2 billion amphibious assault ship. Jim Crisula reporting. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. It's spicy and full of flavor. Available for a limited time. Good afternoon. It is 2.03. Thanks for being with us on this cloudy and cool Friday. But it's Friday, September the 30th. Six 
62 degrees out there. Hello, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story is Hurricane Ian's impact on the DMV. There's already a coastal flood warning in effect for St. Mary's County. And most of Southern Maryland will also be dealing with higher winds. Let's get the latest with Storm Team Force Chad Merrill. Chad, what's the timing and expectation here? Well, Hillary and Sean, the rain is now in Stafford, Virginia. It's slowly moving north along I-95. It'll be in the nation's capital between 4 and 5 o'clock. Initially, this rain is going to be light to moderate, but overnight is when some of the problems could develop as the rain becomes heavy at times and the winds pick up as well. And this is going to be a prolonged rain situation, so it's going to last all the way through the weekend into early next week. I will detail the hazards coming up with this particular storm system, which of course is the moisture from Ian, as well as a cold front that is sliding into the region. All that more in just a couple of minutes. All righty. Thank you so much, Chad. As the remnants of Ian roll in, Maryland says it is ready. Governor Larry Hogan says emergency management teams are on standby for the next several days. He says the State Highway Administration is already clearing drainage ditches and stormwater management systems to make sure there's good drainage and heavy rain. Hogan says residents should be prepared, follow weather warnings, and sign up for the MD Ready text alert program. All you've got to do is text MD Ready to 211MD1. Keep it here on your weather alert station where we are following Ian's progress with details on the 8th. 205 and other news. An off-duty police officer was struck by a car as he was walking with his mother outside a grocery store this morning. It happened at the Vista Gardens Shopping Center in Lanham. Early CPR seems to have played a life-saving role. It sounds like he uh, was taken care of rapidly. Dr. Tomika Arshinard is the chief medical officer at the University of Maryland Capital Region Health here in Largo. We're going to monitor him. He does not require any surgical intervention at this time. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says the officer is 23-year veteran Kenneth Daniels. We went to Spangarn Senior High School together. He's a Green Wave and his brother uh, is a retired member from the police department and he has a niece on the police department. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says the striking driver didn't immediately stop but didn't go far. The individual is cooperating. In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. It's 2.05. Parents want more background checks on school workers after a Fairfax County middle school counselor was convicted in a prostitution sting but kept his job for months. A Virginia lawmaker says an FBI program will help with that and work is underway now to join. Virginia State Senator Scott Servell says his legislation that passed last year allows Virginia State Police to join the FBI's wrap-back program in 2025. It's a program that allows for flags to be raised when employees are arrested anywhere. But the problem is Virginia State Police need to rebuild their computer systems to support it, he says. Fairfax County Public Schools Superintendent Michelle Reed says the school system wants to see state leaders speed up that process, but when asked about that... To completely rebuild it and redeploy it is not a simple task. In the meantime, he says he also plans to introduce a bill that would require contacts that school systems be posted so law enforcement can easily find them, and it would also require that those arrested have their names run through the Virginia Employment Commission. You can't have a situation where somebody lies about whether they work for a school system or not. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now, Fairfax County Schools says it continues to review other options, which would allow for frequent background checks to kick in sooner. Stick with us here on WTOP. More on what's going to be a very wet weekend around here because of the remnants of Hurricane Ian. And then we're going to check in with Ann Hornaday of the Washington Post on a couple of big movies hitting the screens this weekend. It's 207.
Hey, Montgomery County, it's time for you to get a little boost to fight off COVID-19. It's time for everyone, especially older adults, to max your vax. A booster shot is safe and enhances your protection from the virus. You can set the example by getting another shot that will keep you, your family, and your friends healthy. If you already have one booster, get your second one too. Visit MontgomeryCountyMD.gov for more information. Max your vax, Montgomery County. Get your booster shot today. What if road trips didn't have roads? What if there were no interstate highways to travel on or breathtaking national parks to travel to? Luckily, we'll never have to ask what if. All thanks to federal workers like you. That's why GEHA offers health and dental benefits exclusively to federal employees and retirees, military retirees, and their families. Because everything GEHA stands for starts with you. GEHA. Two brand new tickets are making their presence felt in D.C. From U Street to downtown, from Adams Morgan to Anacostia. Introducing the District Diamonds and 51st Scratchers from D.C. Lottery. Inspired by the district, made for the district, with prizes up to $151,000. Grab them today from your local D.C. lottery retailer. Because here in D.C., this is how we play. Please play responsibly. 208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. We have a lot to talk about today. Here's Dave Dildine. Let's kick it off in the district on the southeast-southwest freeway. Eastbound on 395 and 695. Delays from Capitol Hill lead over the Navy Yard with a crash on the freeway before the 11th Street Bridge reported by callers blocking the right side of the curve before the Anacostia River and the 295 ramps. Along the Potomac River in Virginia, George Washington Parkway at the Overlooks, north and southbound delays lead into work zones where only one lane gets by both ways on the GW Parkway. I-66 from the Roosevelt Bridge to Gainesville, westbound minor delays, but heavy leaving Arlington before tolls take effect. Eastbound through Centerville, it's very slow to get past what's reported as a work zone between 28 and 286, blocking the right lane. Nothing else reported there, but unusually slow eastbound on I-66, work zone or not, or more. 95, just uh, the usual slowing through Woodbridge across the Occoquan. So we'll go to Maryland. Uh, Beltway traffic is getting a little slower at times through Landover and Silver Spring. South of the Beltway in Prince George's County, Route 4, southbound near Westphalia Road. Road. One lane to the left was getting by a crash. Maryland 210 southbound, heavy and slow through Oxon Hill. At the first Old Fort Road intersection, it is only one left lane getting by a crash. 50 at the Bay Bridge. Wind warnings, no restrictions. Winds are going to start increasing right now in the absence of two-way traffic. It's two lanes open eastbound, but just uh, minor delays getting past Sandy Point. Again, limited to two lanes probably right through this weekend. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. And let's go live. I'm sorry, let's not. Uh, let's check in with uh, Chad Merrill at Storm Team 4. Coastal flood advisories as well as wind advisories across the region. The wind advisory south and east of town. The moisture from Ian will bring steady rain this afternoon and tonight. The heaviest rain will fall during the overnight period. We'll also see a northeast breeze pick up. Temperatures will stay steady in the 50s. Steady light to moderate rain on Saturday were steady in the 50s. Rain on Sunday and Monday, and over time, that will cause some flooding across the region late Sunday into Monday. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. 
Right now, we definitely have cloudy skies out there. As you heard, we're starting to see a little bit of rain squeezing into Spotsylvania County. And, of course, we're going to be watching it here for you on your weather alert station. 61 at Fort Belvoir, 62 degrees at Foggy Bottom, 62 degrees in Silver Spring. It does feel kind of chilly with that moisture on the way. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 211 now on WTOP. Marilyn Monroe is still a cultural icon, but her new movie about her doesn't garner the same type of adoration. The movie is titled Blonde. On the hand. How'd you get your start? What start? In movies. I guess I was discovered. I know you're supposed to get used to it, but I just can't. Washington Post film critic Ann Hornaday joins us live with a review that is not particularly spectacular, Ms. Hornaday. <laughs> what can I say, Hillary? This one, um, you know, I gave it one star, and I'm beginning to regret that one star. <laughs> oh, God, that's, that's tough. How, that's, that's how little I thought of this. Um, this is an adaptation of a novel by Joyce Carol Oates that was highly speculative, you know, even when it came out. She took a lot of liberties in terms of her, you know, imagination of what Marilyn Monroe's life was like, um, what her interior like life was like. And in a way, I kind of feel like you can get away with that in a book because it's such a personal and interior experience to read a book. But when you put that on screen... It takes a different life. And, and in this case, the director, Andrew Dominic, sort of re-exploits Monroe, um, re-objectifies her, you know, in a way that I think probably Oates was intending to deconstruct with her book. Um, we just heard Ana de Armas plays Monroe and, you know, really, I think, gives a creditable performance. Um, I thought the accent was a little bit wobbly in some scenes, but I think she genuinely does seek to inhabit this individual. But the way that the movie portrays her is so reductive. I mean, she's such a victim. It's it's she goes from one abusive relationship with a man to the next. And I just think it leaves out so much of her genius. You know, I mean, she was she was a genius. Her comic timing was superb the way she moved, her understanding of a scene and her part in it, her instincts, um, all of those things were were really um, worth celebrating and noting, and they just go completely ignored in this film. So I'm afraid I, I don't have much good to say about it. However, it seems like uh, you do have something good to say about Bros, which you gave three <laughs> out of four stars. We only have 30 seconds. What you, What do you like about it? It's fun. This is the first big studio R-rated gay rom-com. It brought down the house at Toronto. It is a crowd pleaser. Billy Eichner um, plays the lead, and Luke McFarlane, who I know Hallmark movie fans know of it. This is sort of his breakout role. He's charming. It's funny. It's it's acerbic. Um, it's sort of a good old-fashioned rom-com in the theaters, which I think a lot of people have been craving. And thank you so much, and happy weekend. Same to both of you. Thanks. Washington Post film critic Ann Hornaday. She joined us on Skype up ahead on WTOP. The Nats are playing at home this afternoon, 214. How a busy baker beat back foot pain. Meet Sanja. Brownies, cupcakes, cookies. I love to bake. There have been times when I've been on my feet for at least 12 hours. And that's how things went from sweet to sour. I had excruciating pain in both feet to a point where I had to limp out of the kitchen. So she called up a former foot pain sufferer. 
her big sister. She told me, you need to go to the Good Feet store and get some arch supports. Smart lady. It was an awesome experience. Scott took great care of my feet. He's the arch support specialist who fitted her. He was very patient, very knowledgeable. Scott was the man. Now Sandra can have her cake and bake it too. Oh yeah, my feet are very happy now. You're gonna have to make some cookies for Scott. I've already done that. Of course you did. The Good Feet Store has seven locations in Greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com for the location nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Dave Preston, I love you wearing all your Maryland gear. Ball Friday, my friends. But we're talking baseball as we do, and we mentioned football. Friday Nationals trail Philadelphia 2-0 in the fourth inning, putting the Phils ahead uh, with a Reese Hoskins solo homer in the first. They've added to that lead in the fourth inning. You can hear the game on 1500 AM. The Orioles visit the New York Yankees this weekend. Birds trail Tampa Bay for the final playoff spot in the American League by five games with six to play. NFL commanders won't have center West Schweitzer on the field Sunday when they visit Dallas. Tackle Charles Leno is questionable. That's bad news for WTOP's George Wallace, who tells the D.C. Sports Huddle. Quicker into playmakers' hands and try to make things happen, or else you're going to have another near double-digit John Beck-esque sack performance. Yes, he mentioned John Beck. Get more <laughs> on the podcast, DC app, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Little known fact, an actor named John Beck played Mark Grayson on the TV show Dallas. <laughs> yes, I had the, I mean, Dallas. It's Dallas week. Come on, oh, guys. NBA preseason Wizards lose this morning to Golden State 96-87. They'll play again Sunday. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. All right, Dave, thanks. The top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. Hurricane Ian is eyeing the South Carolina coast, but it is a huge storm that's starting to impact us today. Expect light rain to start, then heavier stuff tomorrow. Could be several inches of rain. Southern Maryland could see coastal flooding and higher winds. Good news from Capitol Hill, where the House said yes to a short-term spending package. Besides giving more funding to Ukraine, it averts a government shutdown. Russia has been hit with more U.S. sanctions for illegally annexing four regions of Ukraine. They're targeting more than a 1,000 people and firms connected to the war, including hundreds of people in the legislature. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. In other news, will Virginia's next Teacher of the Year be from Spotsylvania or Loudoun counties? We'll find out tonight. Eight teachers from the Commonwealth are up for the honor, but Northern Virginia's got two in the running. They're Fabiana Parker, who's an ESL teacher at Thornburg Middle in Spotsylvania, and Jordan Markwood, a music teacher at Rockridge High in Loudoun. The winner has a shot at becoming National Teacher of the Year. Governor Glenn Youngkin will make the announcement just after 6 o'clock this evening. Coming up in money news. The Dow is down 185 points. Nike overshot the supply chain response. I'm Jeff Clayball. It's 218. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks with Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. To and from the Potomac River Bridges in the district eastbound on 395 and 695. Freeway delays lead to the curve before the 11th Street Bridge near the Navy Yard and blocking the right side at Lash to Port, a crash just short of the Anacostia River. Heading outbound toward the 14th Street Bridge on 395. Volume delays from the Roosevelt Bridge. Westbound delays on 66 out of the Roslyn Tunnel leading through Arlington. Both lanes should be open. More traffic going outbound on 66 with traffic backed up on the George Washington Parkway. Both ways near the overlooks on the GW Parkway. Only one lane slowly getting by 
the rehabilitation workers. More traffic outbound on Canal Road as well. Single file toward Arizona Avenue until we get two lanes outbound within the hour. In uh, Virginia on 66 eastbound, very slow, coming through Centerville to a point just past Route 28. Now, VDOT had the right lane blocked at Express Lanes construction. Delays in the Express Lanes with your Easy Pass aren't quite as intense, but in the main lanes of 66 eastbound, it is very heavy and slow, and it's probably only two lanes getting by, and that's why traffic is backed up on 28 south. 95 north and southbound, some slow traffic through Woodbridge and southbound near Garrisonville. It's not so bad. In Maryland and Virginia, Beltway volume is gradually building. Building, but nothing reported blocking on 495. In Oxon Hill, Maryland, southbound on 210. Delays are easing toward Old Fort Road and south of Palmer Road. The crash should by now be clear, along with one on Route 4 south of the Beltway. Delays have eased there as well. Route 50 westbound between Davidsonville and Bowie near the Patuxent River. A medical response had blocked the right side. Eastbound, some heavy traffic stepping over the Chesapeake. I think right through the end of the weekend with winds and rain forthcoming. We're not going to have two-way traffic, so we'll see how Friday shapes up. Right now, delays are manageable, but only two lanes to work with toward Kent Island. 270-95 Baltimore-Washington Parkway. No major incidents in the midst of Friday traffic. Visit new and exciting places across the U.S. on Amtrak. It isn't just about the destination. It's about the journey with no middle seats, extra leg room, and even private rooms. Book now at Amtrak.com. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's talk about this weather coming our way. Chad Merrill, what, what are we in for? Well, first of all, some late to moderate rain, Hillary and Sean, is moving up 995. It's going to be here in the D.C. area around 4 o'clock. Initially, it's going to be pretty light. We need the rain, so it's actually going to be pretty beneficial at first. And then as we go through the, the overnight period, that's when the rain is going to pick up in intensity. The winds are going to pick up out of the northeast. And that's when we could have some spotty flash flooding. And also, because of the wind aspect, a couple of trees with you know very weak root systems could collapse we're not talking about a widespread event here now so the heaviest rain tonight temperatures in the 50s we do have wind advisory south and east of town into st mary's and calvert county also along the blue ridge will be a period of some gusty winds where winds could gust to 50 miles per hour Saturday, just some steady light to moderate rain, temperatures in the 50s. And then as the front teams up with Ian on Sunday, another batch of some moderate to heavy rain on Sunday that will end on Monday. So I think the best chance for flooding, at least for some minor river flooding, would be on Monday once we collect all that water and put it in the river basins. And our temperatures will be steady in the 50s all weekend long. So have the umbrella on hand. You will need it all the way through the morning commute on Monday. 61 at Dallas International, 63 at BWI Marshall and 61 right now at Reagan National Airport. All right, Chad, thanks. All brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Breaking news on Metro Service next, 222. Your parents gave you their very best. Families agree that the memory care at Kindly Assisted Living rises above the ordinary. And now it's more affordable than ever. I had been doing everything for mom. It was hard to just hand over a lot of the responsibilities that I had. And it took me a few weeks, but as I began to see mom comfortably slipping into the routine and to the staff, to everything, I began to realize it was perfect for her. They were providing things that I could not. It gave me such peace of mind to know that mom was now being given the very best personalized care at Kinley. Mom is safe, comfortable, and engaged in activities that allow her to thrive in ways she hasn't in a long time. I realized Kinley Memory Care was perfect for her. Kindley is part of Asbury Methodist Village, Montgomery County's premier retirement community. Act now for significant annual savings. Kindley at Asbury.org, an equal opportunity housing provider. Eagle accredited. Sage Care certified.
223. Success starts with a plan. So start your home selling plan with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. This is Dave Johnson, and as she says, your home, your success. It's something I discovered. I invite you to join her for a free seller seminar Wednesday, October 5th at 630. It's online at JenniferYoungHomes.com, and that's where you go to reserve your spot. JenniferYoungHomes.com. A chance to get your questions answered. Find out about market trends or how to best position your home for sale. Again, Jennifer's free seller seminar Wednesday, October 5th, JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. It's not just business, it's personal. At Signature Theater's new musical, No Place to Go. When dedicated employee George discovers his company is relocating to Mars, he must decide whether to go and uproot his family's life or embark on an unknown venture. Featuring DC star Bobby Smith, No Place to Go is an irreverent and humorous musical with an enterprising twist. Now playing at Signature Theater through October 16th. Get your tickets at sigtheater.org. Breaking news on WTOP. Metro riders waiting for the six stations south of Reagan National Airport on the blue and yellow lines to reopen this month. We'll have to, or actually next month, we'll have to wait a little longer. November 5th is now the target day for Braddock Road, King Street, Old Town, Eisenhower Avenue, Huntington, Van Dorn Street, and Franconia Springfield stations to reopen. The original date was to be October 22nd. Metro says its new Potomac Yard station will not open this year. It blames the delay on the contractor's failure to meet the project delivery schedule. Free shuttle bus service will continue to be available to customers through that extension. We'll have more here on WTOP. And Virginia schools might be getting new marching orders about how to treat LGBTQ plus students. The comment period about the proposed and controversial policy is over, but the outcome doesn't matter to Alexandria because it's pledging not to make any changes. This will not be a distraction from our priorities of the work for all of our kids. Melanie K. White is interim superintendent for Alexandria City Public Schools, ACPS. Let our community know that we'll continue our commitment to both implement and develop gender-affirming policies for all ACPS students. And city leaders have now notified Virginia's Board of Education they don't support the governor's policies said to target, demean, and diminish transgender youth. Chrissy King, WTOP News. And WTOP has reached out. It's waiting for a response from the governor's office. WTOP at 225. Money News at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybon, not a good end to the week. Yep, another uh, hour and a half to go. And uh, the markets are headed toward losses again. The Dow's down 245 points. The S&P 500 index down 18. The Nasdaq is down 26 points. Wages in general are rising. A government reports its personal incomes rose three-tenths of a percent in August. Among the biggest gains in incomes were government employees. Sneaker maker Nike overshot supply chain response. Nike's inventory of unsold products jumped 44% last quarter after manufacturing and shipping improved. Nike's sales were still higher, but its profits fell 20%. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. This report brought to you by Masson and the all-new Masson app. Hey, Nats fans, don't miss any of the action as the Nationals go on a six-game road trip starting in Miami. Nationals, Marlins, the series starts tonight at 6 p.m. Catch every play on Masson 2. Starting to see some rain in southern parts of the area. It's all because of Hurricane Ian. Details on that and averting a government shutdown next. 226. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. 
First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.